Welcome to episode 107 of the Women of the Military podcast. It's 2021 and we're starting season 3 of the Women of the Military podcast. And to start off the season, I decided that I would look back at 2020 and see what the most popular episodes of the year were. I originally was going to do it based by the number of downloads per episode, but in the second half of the year, there were a lot of episodes that outperformed the ones that were near it. And so I took a combination of looking at the first 30 days along with the total number of downloads over time and was able to come up with my list of the top 10 podcast episodes for 2020. Another thing I wanted to mention is I've had so much demand for women wanting to be on the podcast that when I last recorded in November, my podcast slots filled up in less than two hours and I recorded if I did weekly podcasts through June. So I've decided there's enough demand and I need to take that leap of faith and start doing podcast episodes twice a week. So on Tuesday... And now on Thursday, there'll be a new podcast episode every week. This will give me time to do a few solo podcast episodes. I'm reserving the first Tuesday of each month to tackle a new solo episode. And then I am also hoping to do a spotlight series throughout 2021, focusing on different topics. And the first topic of this month will be in investing with Mission First Capital. I'm excited about what's to come in 2021. And I just want to say thank you to everyone who's listened. If this is your first episode, if this is your 107th episode, I guess there's a few bonus episodes in there too. I just want to say thank you for supporting the podcast and for listening and sharing and sharing your stories because without the women who share these stories, this podcast wouldn't exist. So I'm really excited about what's to come in 2021 and I hope you're excited too. So let's get started. The top 10 most popular episodes for 2020 on the Women of the Military podcast. Season 3 of the Women of the Military podcast. Here you will find the real stories of female service members. I'm Amanda Huffman. I am an Air Force veteran, military spouse, and mom. I created Women of the Military podcast in 2019 as a place to share the stories of female service members past and present with the goal of finding the heart of the story while uncovering the triumphs and challenges women face while serving in the military. If you want to be encouraged by the stories of military women and be inspired to change the world, keep tuned for this latest episode of Women of the Military. start by saying that Women of the Military podcast gained over 26,500 downloads in 2020, which if you've been listening for a long time, Women of the Military podcast gained just over 10,000 downloads in 2019. So the fact that I went from 10,000 to over 26,000 is quite remarkable. My goal was to triple my numbers to get 30,000 and I 
really hope that I could do it, but I'm really excited. I think I got a lot closer than I expected. I was hopeful that I could get to 25000 and then my stretch goal was to get to 30000 and I was able to get in between those two goals, so I'm just really thankful, and I wanted to start by letting you know that at the end of 2019, each podcast was getting about 150 downloads, and now within the first seven days, the last eight to ten podcasts have gotten over 200 downloads just in the first seven days, which is a big jump. So it's exciting to see the growth and it's exciting to be able to do this podcast. And so let's just get started with what the top podcasts for 2020 were. And I'm going to go in backwards order, starting with number 10 and then working our way up to number one. The 10th most popular episode for 2020 was episode 105 with Major General Dawn Deskins. She is the Deputy Director of the Air National Guard and she shared about her experience of joining the Air Force through the ROTC scholarship in college and planning on only serving four years and ending up serving on active duty for almost 10 years and then transitioned to the National Guard full-time and is still currently serving 36 years later. It was the second to last episode of the season, but it already has over 293 downloads in just a couple weeks. Let's go on to number nine. The ninth most popular episode for 2020 was episode 93, with Nicole Malawowski. She is a combat veteran, the first female Thunderbird pilot, a former fighter squadron commander, a former White House fellow and advisor, and a patient advocate. I really enjoyed getting a chance to interview her and gain some of her wisdom, so I'm really excited to see that it's one of the most popular episodes for 2020. Next, we'll head over to number eight. The eighth most popular episode for 2020 was episode 104 with Amy Forseth. She also had her episode released in December, but it has gotten a lot of traction. One of the most popular episodes within the first 30 days, and it hasn't even been 30 days. So that's why she made the list in the number eight spot. And I found her story really interesting. I deployed to Afghanistan as part of a provincial reconstruction team, and Amy had a lot of insight because she was in Afghanistan before the PRTs existed and was helpful in creating them and behind the scenes, so it was really interesting to hear. And she was part of the first ever female engagement team in Iraq, and I just really loved hearing the history and the experience of her story because... I'm just fascinated about how women became eligible to serve in combat roles, and it all started with us being out on the front lines when we technically weren't allowed to be there. And so her story talked a lot about that history, and I found it fascinating, so I'm excited to see that other people like to listen to it too. So let's move on to number seven. The seventh most popular episode in 2020 was episode 100. What advice would you give to women considering joining the military? I decided for the 100th podcast episode, it would be really fun to go back and 
pull pieces of the advice from women who have served in the military to the women who are joining the military. If you listen to the podcast regularly, you'll know that the last question I ask in almost every interview is, what advice would you give to women who are considering joining the military? And the advice that I get has some commonalities, but they're also very different and unique. And so I spent a lot of time, but I really enjoyed it, going back and finding each clip from each interview. And then I was going to pick my favorites, but I would have picked all of them. And then (laughs) actually what happened was I was going to use all of them until I realized the podcast episode would probably be maybe two hours. It probably would have been two hours long. And since my podcast episodes are usually 30 minutes to 50 minutes, I thought that was a little too long. And so I still have all those clips and I'm probably going to use them in a future episode. I just haven't figured out which one. And so I I was able to just pick at random. I think I picked every three or every two, and I also looked at the different lengths. Anyways, there was a a philosophy behind how I picked the ones that I picked, and I went through and looked at what the different focuses on each one were, and then I looked in and I tried to get a different flavor of the different types of advice and the different focuses of what the women were talking about. And so it was a complicated process, but I loved how the episode turned out, and it's one of my favorite ones to listen to because I get to hear all this advice from women about joining the military, which I believe that you can use for a lot of different things in life. So if you haven't had a chance to go back and listen to that one, it's one of my favorites. And I I guess I can say that because it's kind of includes everyone. Even though not everybody made it, it doesn't really matter who I picked. All the advice that I have saved and in a folder, it's, it's so good. And those were just the ones that ended up being in that episode. So that was a really fun episode to create. And it was really fun to see that people enjoyed it, and I'm excited to continue sharing the stories of military women and getting more advice to help young women who are considering joining the military. And if you are listening and you are a young woman considering joining the military, there is a free guide on my website, A Girl's Guide to the Military, and later this month I'm going to launch a YouTube channel called A Girl's Guide to the Military, so I'll be announcing that later this month. I got the first video edited, and I'm working on getting at least two more edited before I launch. The next most popular episode of 2020, number six, is episode 57 with Angela Belts. She served during Desert Storm, and I found her interview really interesting because I didn't know very much about Desert Storm. Desert Storm happened when I was really young. I was four, I think, four or five years old when it happened, and so I don't remember anything about it, and I don't even know how much my parents watched TV to watch what was going on because we didn't have family in the military, so it was something that I think a lot of people who had loved ones who were serving were very much engulfed in, just kind of like the way the wars are happening now, but I wonder how much the general public who wasn't as aware of what was going on. But it was really interesting because the only thing I knew about Desert Storm was that it was really short. But I think a lot of times the way the history books explained Desert Storm 
they made it seem like, of course it was short. It Everyone knew it was going to be short. But talking to Angela about her experience and being one of the first people to deploy, they didn't know when they were coming back home. They just were deploying, and she was in the National Guard, which I also found fascinating because I didn't know they activated National Guard troops. And so just to hear her story of what it was like to have that unknown and that just the way that the war took place from the experience of someone who served in Desert Storm and not from a history book that kind of makes it sound like it's a really short war because it was really short, but they didn't know that at the time. And it was just really interesting to hear about that experience. And talking about that, it was really interesting because in episode 102, I talked to Cynthia Patton about her experience in the army and she was in the reserves. And she did a lot of work on preparing the military to take the lessons learned that they gained from Desert Storm and use them to prepare us for what was the global war on terror. And the work that she did that she was working on right up to September 11th, even though no one knew September 11th was happening, it was used once they went into combat because she was working on something that was tracking troops and all this different stuff. And it was just really interesting to hear her story. So if you're going to go back and listen to Angela's, then I would listen to episode 102 after that because you can hear the story of what it was like to be deployed for Desert Storm and then what happened in the time period from when Desert Storm ended to when September 11th happened and the way the military reacted and some of the things that the military did to prepare for going to Afghanistan. It didn't quite make a lot of sense, but if you know the history of Desert Storm and what happened in Desert Storm, like having your gas mask, and I got deployed with a full chemical suit and I never used it once. I didn't even carry it around with me. I just had it issued to me and I didn't really understand why. And then when I learned about the history of Desert Storm and the way the war took place, it made a lot more sense. The exercises I did at home station before I deployed to Afghanistan and also just how the military changed the way they thought based on the most recent war, which at the time was Desert Storm. So it was really interesting to hear her story if you put it together with Angela's. And so if you've listened to one of those, then you should go back to listen to the other one. And if you haven't listened to either, I would start with Angela's and then skip to episode 102, just because they tie together very nicely. The next most popular episode for 2020, number five, The fifth most popular episode for 2020 is episode 85. Episode 85 is with Gwendolyn Jules. She served in the army and she started out enlisted and then she made the switch from enlisted to officer through the officer candidate school. One of the things that I thought was really interesting about her interview is how she continually worked to get her education. And so when the door opened for her to go to OCS, she was ready to go because she already had her degree completed. But it took a lot of sacrifice and a lot of hard work. And so 
One of the things that I tell women who are considering joining the military is to take advantage of tuition assistance. When they first go on active duty, you can use your tuition assistance and your payback time is concurrent with your current service commitment. And so you can pretty much get some of your schooling paid for for free without incurring an extra service commitment which is kind of a cool feature that I don't think a lot of people don't know about that right when they join active duty. So that's something that I think people think about the GI Bill as ways to get your education paid for, the tuition assistance program, and a few other programs to get your education paid for while you're on active duty. And you never know what opportunities may be given to you. So working on your degree and taking a little bit of your time to be able to do that is really important And it was just really interesting to hear about her experience and how she made that work for her. The fourth most popular episode for 2020 was episode 80 with Jennifer Furlong. She was in the Marine Corps and she said that joining the Marine Corps seemed like a crazy idea, but in the end it launched her career and gave her so many tools that she has used for the rest of her life. She was a public affairs officer, and if you listen to the podcast regularly, you might know that I love when I get to talk to public affairs officers because I feel like that would have been a really good job for me, and I don't really know why I didn't get involved in writing before I left the military, but maybe it has to do with that when I deployed to Afghanistan, I wrote letters home, and one of the people... that was on my email list continually told me how much of a good writer I was and how I should write a book. And I really think her words of affirmation pushed me to start my blog, which has led to the podcast. And so I love that I got to be a civil engineer, but I don't think I really found my passion until I got out of the military and started writing and podcasting and getting in the media space. And so I find interviews with public affairs, either enlisted or officers, just so fascinating because I love to learn more about writing and the public affairs career field. I thought it was fun to see that this episode was in the top five, and I'm excited to share it with you guys to go back and listen if you haven't had a chance. The third most popular episode from 2020 is episode 87 with Laura Colbert. Laura served in the Army National Guard, and we connected when she sent me an email asking me if I would read her book, which is Sirens, How to Pee Standing Up. I thought the title was a little weird, to be honest, when she told me it, and I actually went and Googled it because I was worried it was a joke, but it really is the name of her book, and if you read her book, you'll understand why she titled the book the way that she did, because she really did learn how to pee standing up, because that was what was required with some of the missions that she went on. A lot of the times it was while driving, which I found really interesting. The book, Sirens, How to Pee Standing Up, is her journal entries that she put together and removed a lot of the repetitive stuff and then added a few more key details in certain areas of her experience of deploying to Iraq. She was in the Army National Guard and was activated, and so they were one of the first ones in after the Marines were out, and so they moved into the bombed-out buildings that the Marines had taken control of, and they lived in 
kind of this makeshift area of war. And I think one of the hardest parts about hearing her story was how often they were told, okay, you're going to go home. They would start getting ready to get home. They were counting down the days to going home. And then a week or two before they were supposed to leave, they would get notified that they were being extended. And if this had only happened once or maybe at the very beginning, it would have been different. But it happened two, I think two times to them. And it just really hurt their morale. And it was just, I could really relate to her story. And so it took me a long time to read her book because it had so much detail of being deployed and brought back some painful memories of experiences that I had had. And so her book is important and it's valuable and it's really good to read, but it also is really hard to read. So that doesn't mean that you shouldn't read it. It's just a warning to let you know. But the interview was excellent and I I really loved getting to talk to Laura about her experience and get to know her. And I think when you read a memoir, sometimes when you don't know the person, it makes reading it a little bit more difficult. And so when I had a chance to talk to her and hear her story and ask her some questions about things that I had read, it helped clear up some of the things that were difficult to read and made the book, I guess, easier to read because I was reading her story and not reading my story. So I would recommend listening to the podcast episode so you can get to know Laura as a person and that you can hear her story and dive into some of the questions. And we touched on some of the really hard stuff that she wrote about having a member on her team die, going through PTSD. And she's also written a few guest posts on the blog about her experience. So you can go back there posted right around the time of her episode on the blog, which was in August. So if you're looking around the August 11th, 12th, 13th area, you'll be able to find her blog post. And you can also order her book on Amazon and you can hear her story. And I think it's so important that women are brave enough to share their stories of serving in the military. It's not easy to share their story. Speaking of a person who has letters that I send home and I have them in a Word document and I haven't taken the time to go through and make them into a book because it is really personal and it's not the easiest thing. So this is something that we need to support women who are sharing their stories and that is also why I am using February's first of the month posts to highlight women who have written books. They don't have to be their memoirs, but they've written books either about their experience or about military women or just about something that they wanted to write about. I want to highlight women veteran authors because our stories are so important and our voice is so important. So sharing these authors helps to get people to hear about the different books being written by women veterans. And so that's what I'm planning to do. So sneak peek for that. So I'm really excited to see that her episode was in the top three. And I think you should go and listen to it. And then after you listen to it, you can go into the show notes and order her book. The second most popular episode for 2020 was episode 82. What branch of the military should I join? This question was left in a review on the podcast, so if you haven't left a review, you can go leave a review now. But it was left 
in a review on the podcast asking me what branch of the military should they join. And since reviews don't make it very easy to contact people, at least maybe they do, I'm a little technically challenged. But reviews are great because you get good feedback, but I it's not very easy to reach out to the person who left the review. And so I decided what better way to answer her question than to create a whole podcast episode based on this topic. And since I only served in the Air Force, I sort of served in the Army because I deployed with the Army, but I didn't quite get the same full experience of what it's like to be in the Army. I went to LinkedIn and I asked people what branch they would recommend people joining. And so I really enjoyed all the comments and feedback that I got on LinkedIn about the different branches, and I hope that I was able to give good, fair, balanced, accurate advice on what branch of the military to join to help people decide that question. I didn't want the episode to be, join the Air Force because they're the best. And so hopefully I was able to give a balanced approach. I'm working on a book about giving women advice when joining, and I realized from my notes that I had a lot to say about the Air Force, but not as much to say about the other branches, but that's partly because I don't know as much. So I'm doing more research and I'm trying to make it more balanced, but I think overall the podcast episode covered the high points for each branch and it hopefully will give you an idea if you're looking to join the military, what the different branches are, what branches are available, how they're a little bit different from each other, and just help you make an overall decision on what branch is right for you. So that was the second most popular episode, and I knew it was one of the most popular episodes because I could see the behind-the-scenes stats, and so I saw that this episode did really well, and I also saw my list of women who wanted to be on the podcast, and I had intentionally planned to keep space open to do more solo episodes throughout the year, but I kept having opportunities to interview various people and ended up taking my extra weeks of doing solo episodes and changing them out with different things that I wasn't planning on or moving people forward and making space for more people. And so I realized that I needed to create a place to answer these questions. So that's why I mentioned earlier, I'm working on launching a YouTube channel to help answer the questions because as you can see from this being the second most popular episode, this is something that people are looking for and I want to be able to answer people's questions and help them find their path to the military and to be as best prepared as possible. So I'm gonna start the YouTube channel focusing on questions that you would ask about joining the military, but then also diving into giving advice so that you can have the most positive experience while within the military. And so I'm really excited about that and technically really nervous <laughs> because I feel like I don't know what I'm doing. So keep tuned for that. Keep watching. And I'm also going to take the audio portion of the YouTube and make a podcast out of it. So There'll be a podcast version and a YouTube version, and I'm really excited about that. And lastly, the most popular episode of 2020 was episode 58 with Ruthie Bowles. 
Ruthie and I connected via LinkedIn, and she actually signed up. I was working to create a book, again, of Women of the Military book, but number two, but I ran into a similar problem that I ran into with the first Women of the Military book that I could get people to fill out the initial interview, but when I would send back the question, most often women wouldn't respond, and so it wasn't going very well. So I decided that I would talk to the people who had written back and encourage them to be on the podcast instead of being in a book. And so Ruthie took me up on the offer, and her story was really powerful, and I knew reading the answers to her questions when I was working on the book side of it that her story would be really powerful because she was raped not once but twice while serving in the military, and she talked about both of those experiences in this interview. And the thing that I think made the interview even more powerful was she did not get the justice that she deserved. The first one, the case fell apart because the tape that had the confession on it by the guy who had raped her got put in front of an air conditioner vent and it was destroyed. But he ended up just getting a letter saying you shouldn't have done that and they went into his record. But there was no justice and nobody even told her what was going on. She had to go and find out what was happening. And so the second time, because the system had failed her, she decided not to report it because just because of her situation, you can listen to the whole episode if you want to hear more about it. And she became someone who was really tough so that she she didn't want to get messed with. So she changed her personality in a way to be this tough person. And later on in her career, someone was being harassed and she at first was going to tell the girl not to do anything, but she thought about her situation and realized that she didn't have an advocate to help her through her process. And she felt like if she had an advocate who made sure that justice was done, that her story could have ended differently in both situations. And so she decided that she was going to tell the young lady that she was going to be her advocate and she would support whatever she chose to do. But if she did report it, she would make sure that she did whatever was in her power to make sure that justice was served. She didn't have to do really anything, but she helped encourage this, this young lady to report the incident, and then she stood by her and she helped her through the whole process. And it was just really powerful to hear her story because she took two really bad situations that happened to her, and she used what she learned from those experiences to help someone else and change someone else's life. And I think the power of being able to help someone is just really remarkable to hear just the vulnerability of how she took something that was so painful and used it to help someone. And I think that is why her story resonated with so many people and why so many people listened to it. This was the most popular episode by about 100 downloads, and it was released in January, so it did have almost the longest time, but it doesn't really change the fact that there were like 100 more downloads for her episode compared to the second most popular episode. So I think it shows the importance of not only being brave and sharing our stories, but using our stories and our pain to help people. That's what the podcast is all about. I felt really alone as a woman veteran, and I had this crazy idea to start a podcast sharing the stories of military women because I found them fascinating, and I wanted other people to hear them. 
and just the power of being brave and stepping up and sharing my story and then sharing one more story and then another and taking just the next right step has made this podcast that you are listening to. And it's just really exciting to be able to help other women veterans and to help the next generation of women who are looking to join the military. So I think I talked a little bit more about each episode the farther that we got through the top 10. They're all really great. I just started talking and then kept talking more and more. But I really hope that you enjoyed listening to this episode of the most popular episodes from 2020. If you didn't listen to any of them, go back and listen. And if you have a favorite episode from 2020 that didn't make the list, you can always go on social media. I'll share this podcast episode on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And you can go and comment and tell me what your favorite episode from 2020 was and why. And I just want to say thank you to everyone for listening, and I hope you have a great start to 2021. And make sure to come back on Thursday. My guest will be Carrie Jeter, and she is sharing her experience in the Army, and she is also launching a new magazine to empower women veterans. So make sure you come back later this week on Thursday to hear that story, and Thank you for all the support and for listening and have a great day. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Women of the Military Podcast. Do you love all things Women of the Military Podcast? Become a subscriber so you never miss an episode and consider leaving a review. It really helps people find the podcast and helps the podcast to grow. Are you still listening? You could be a part of the mission of telling the stories of military women by joining me on Patreon at patreon.com slash women of the military or you can order my book Women of the Military on Amazon. Every dollar helps to continue the work I am doing. Are you a business owner? Do you want to get your product or service in front of the Women of the Military podcast audience? Get in touch with the Women of the Military podcast team to learn more. All the links on how you can support Women of the Military podcast are located in the show notes. Thanks again for listening and for your support.